Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky. Welcome to the round 21 TLT preview. Another big week in the NRL. We're down to five weeks left in the regular season. A lot of super coach rounds, two rounds left. You may already be starting your final. So these are crunch time, critical weeks. Here to bring you a wrap of all the squad announcements for round 21. So let's get right into a guys on a solo pod here. First game from Sunshine Coast Stadium. It's the Newcastle Knights taking on the Brisbane Broncos. For Newcastle, a huge inclusion. Mitch Pierce has been named to return from a hamstring injury at halfback. So that moves Phoenix Crossland out of the side. Jaden Bradley, who had a pretty nasty lock, uh, knock last week, did pass the HRA, but he's rested for this week. So Chris Randall comes in to the starting hooker position. Katoni Staggs is out with a reoccurrence to his knee injury. So he is out. Jesse Arthurs comes into the starting side. Jake Turpin is also out with an ankle injury. So that moves Danny Levi into the starting lineup. And TC Rabati is the new face on the bench. Should be an inter- interesting game this week. We saw Newcastle last week really flex their muscle against the Raiders, and they're really going to be humming now with Mitch Pierce back in the starting lineup. No, Jaden Brelly is a huge concern. He's been one of the form hookers this year. Very stable, obviously. Most tackles in the comp, very good defensively. But Mitch Pierce, Jake Clifford, we finally get to see this with Kalen Ponger in the back. Bradman Bess is back. We saw his blistering form last week. And this four-pack, obviously, without Brayley, you now look at it, they're back to having Clem, other two Saifides, Frizzell, Barnett, Watson. You know, this is as full strength as this Newcastle team is going to get. And it's really exciting. You know, they put on a huge performance last week against the Raiders. And that was, to me, the Raiders really needed to show a bit of make good there and really, you know, some people, including me, really put our faith in them. And Newcastle came out and absolutely flogged them. You know, they jumped in from the start. No Mitch Pierce, which is why I went off the Knights, but if they can play like that, Mitch Pierce is back in the lineup. You know, he controls so much of what they do, you know, brings a lot of structure and brings space for Kalen Ponga to really give himself that extra half a second out the back. And that's all that Kalen Ponga needs. So really, really looking forward to seeing Newcastle here. You know, they've got the run. We've spoken about a multiple Supercoach podcast, you know, their run. They've got the Broncos twice. They've got the Dogs in there. They've got the Cowboys. This is, an, this is a very exciting time if you're a Newcastle fan. The run to the finals is really, truly up for grabs here. So Newcastle should be in good form. But with the Broncos, they also, um, you know, they're rounding into something, you know, had a really, really good win against the Cowboys last week. You know, Gamble and Croft look like they'll probably be the halves combination for the rest of the year. Tessie New at the back, you know, there's talk about them wanting to re-sign him, but not sure if they can wrap him up. He's been in great form. Katoni Staggs is obviously a huge out, but, you know, if he's obviously got the niggle to his MCL, they'll easily rest him and bring him back full strength next season with a full preseason under his belt. And Payne Haas, it's it's the the way he's been playing. And, you know, this is a very, uh, when you look at this forward pack that's out there right now, Palacia, Glenn, Ricky Hetherington, you know, it's very clear that Payne Haas is the leader of that pack and he's doing a very, very good job. So look, I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but Newcastle here, a bit too much class. They will get the job done here. Looking for a score probably within that, you know, 1 to 13, probably closer to the 12 points there. Next game from Seabar Super Stadium on the Gold Coast is the Canberra Raiders taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. For the Raiders, Sebastian Chris failed. He's a HIA, so he will miss the match. Matt Tomoko moves off the interchange bench into the centers. Ryan Sutton returns from a chest injury, so he comes straight into lock. Hudson Young shifts to the second row, and Corey Harawira Nira is being moved to the bench. I see a Soliola drops out of the 17 altogether. 
Elijah Anderson, it was also the new face on the bench replacing Matt Tomoko. For the Dragons, an absolutely huge, crucial out that really might spill the end of their season here. Ben Hunter su- suffered a fractured arm, did play the rest of the game amazingly, but he's out for a month here. So Adam Clune is the new seven. Jack Bird, Jack DeBellin, Blake Laurie, Zach Lomax, Josh Maguire all return from their COVID suspension. So obviously a lot of players coming in there. And you've got Cody Ramsey also returning. Uh, he had a wrist injury. So Corey Norman shifts into the 5'8 role. Jaden Sullivan moves uh, into the reserves. Torrell Sloan also goes back to the reserves. And then you got the last of the COVID bands, uh, Josh Kerr and Jared Beal, who will miss this game. Don't know what to make of this one. You know, you, you logic would dictate that, you know, the Raiders are more full strength than you would go with them. But the way they played last week, you know, it's it's so hard to get a real them. You know, they started around in some form. That that victory against Parramatta was a real crucial you know, other Raiders here for and going to stay, but man, that was it was pretty demoralizing. You know, watching them get really dusted up there, and for the Dragons, Ben Hunt is the best player. They make no, no no mistake about that. They've obviously got a lot of players coming back here. Still, no Matt Duffy, so it looks like he may have played his last game for the club. Zach Lomax is a huge in. I'm really excited what he can do for these last five weeks. Obviously, rumors that he may be passed on to somewhere like the Tigers in a Moses and Bias swap. Be interested to see what happens there, but. He's definitely one from a super coach perspective here, Zach Lomax in classic. You know, he's got a huge break even this week. Um, and then he should be able to, drop, able to drop under 400K. But the Dragons, you know, again, we've spoken about it, but their run at, on the back end is treacherous. You know, you, everyone talks about the Parramatta run home. The Dragons are not much better. So this is a huge must-win game here. You know, these two teams, you know, level on points, right outside the eight, about to sniff in there. You need to win this game here. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Look... Jack Wyden was really disappointing to me. I thought he would have, have a bit more um, influence last week. Obviously, didn't get the job done. I do think he'll bounce back here. Um, you know, that four-pack, you know, probably E, Hodgson, Tarpon, a young, whitehead, Sutton, with, you know, the likes of CHN, Gula coming off the bench. Look, I'm going to go with the Raiders here, and it's simply just because there's no Ben Hunt. Um, but, yeah, don't feel confident in it. Probably need a huge game from Jack Wyden. Huge game from Jordan Rapana and the two dummy halves to get it over the line. For the Dragons to win, look, it's probably going to have to be some of the class out wide. You know, Ravalavo is back this week. Zach Lomax there and obviously Jack Bird at fullback. And we um, know he does like to play a bit of fullback there. You know, full, nearly full strength forward pack. This is the week. This is a this is nearly a lose-leaves town match here for both sides. You know, you can't lose to the teams you're fighting for that eight spot. So very interesting. Go Raiders in the close one by six. First game, oh, sorry, last game on Friday from the Gold Coast again as Parramatta Eels taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. For the Eels, Mitch Moses returns in a huge boost from his fractured back, suffered in Origin 3, so Jake Arthur goes all the way back to the reserves. Regan Campbell-Gillard is out with a groin injury, so Oregon Kafusi moves into the starting side. Murata Niakore moves, uh, returns from his knee injury, so he is on the bench. Bryce Cartwright is also being named on the bench with Ray Stone going back to the reserves. Wonga Blake has been named, but needs to pass HIA protocols to play this week. Cam Murray is back for the Rabbitohs from suspension. So he's informed Jaden Sua. Really surprised about that one. He's been moved back to the bench. Uh, really thought that they would keep uh, Jai Arrow on the bench, but it looks like Jaden Sua is the man to make the way there. Obviously, he's moved on to the Dragons next year, so they might be, you know, trying to see what they got for next year. Veteran Benji Marshall is back. He was obviously in the COVID protocols. Um, out of the side. So he is now on, in a, on the interchange bench and Tavita Tola returns from his 
uh, knee injury. So you've got Blake Taffy, Patrick Mogo, and Davey Molloy, who were uh, all draw back to the bench. Kimball Graham and Liam Knight uh, both failed their HIA, so they will be rested. Again, another, this is three versus four, and the winner probably will wrap up a top four spot here. So it's very, very crucial to see uh, what goes on here. But, you know, the Rabbits are in some fine, fine form. Cody Walker, Anna Reynolds, really striking up that partnership. Damian Cook out of dummy half. And, you know, you got, you know, Cam Murray is obviously the huge inclusion, but don't sleep on Tavita Totola. You know, how to, he's been missing this year. He's been one of their form props moving forward. You know, him and Tom Burgess have a great partnership. Mark Nichols as well, that three-man head that really spears them along. Look, as a Parramatta fan, you know, having Mitch back is fantastic. And, you know, they really need to start winning some of these games, especially with this run. But I can't go past the Rabbitohs here. The Rabbits are in such good form. Cody Walker's got a command of the game like a few others right now. And like I said, this the, the, the way they're rounding in a shape, you know, obviously Alex Johnson should be back for next week. Uh, Campbell Graham will be come back into the side next week. They're nearly full strength, and that's a very worrying sign for the rest of the comp because when the Rabbits go, a lot of teams can't keep up with them. For Parramatta, look, Mitch Moses coming back in is a huge inclusion. Whether it's going to take him a little bit of um, time to get back acclimated into the side, time will tell. Um, you know, having Blake Ferguson and Wonga Blake on the same side again doesn't really fill me a lot of confidence. Would have loved to have seen Will Pinnacini back in this side and in the forward pack, you know. We saw what happened the last time these two teams played. The Rabbits thoroughly dominated the Eels and it was started up front. So I expect nothing less here. I think, you know, your junior Paulos, Papali'i and Nathan Brown will be the three men to really try and take it to this Rabbitoh side. But to me, the Rabbits is a bit too much class here. They should get the job done, you know, looking for a score. Probably closer to the 12, to be honest. Uh, we'd like to think that they can keep it close, but I do think this one might actually blow out. So Rabbits by 12 in this one. We roll into the next game, first game on Saturday from Suncorp Stadium. The New Zealand Warriors taking on the Cronulla Sharks. For the Warriors, Chanel Harris-Tavita returns from a pick injury. Sam moves Petahiku back into the centres. Adam Poppy dropping out of the side. Adam Fanua-Blake returning from a hand injury. Matt Lodge returning from suspension are back in the front row. So Jermaine Fanua-Brown goes back to the reserves. Ben Murdoch still is out with a foot injury. Josh Curran returns, so Alicia Katoa goes back to the bench. And Jess Tavanga has been moved into the starting side at hooker. For the Sharkies, Jesse Ramian, who was a late out with an ear infection, he's named to come back in. So that moves uh, Talakai back into the second row. Jack Williams to lock. Toby Rudolph and Aidan Tolman are both back on the bench. Luke Metcalf, who did make his uh, debut, is out and he drops out of the side altogether. Matt Moyland is listed amongst the reserves again. Uh, so he will need to pass a fitness test to take his place. Another game that can go 50-50 here, you know, for a tipping comp this week, it's a treacherous round for tipping. You know, you could get anywhere from, you know, a, a six or a seven or a two to a three this week, really, depending. And this is a, a classic game here. Can this Warriors side that showed so much heart to get that win over the Tigers last week, can they put it together versus Sharks team that got pummeled by the Tom Dravojevic show on Monday night? You know, Reese Walsh, Chanel Harris, DeVita. Haven't really got to see them play a lot of footy together this year. So that'll be interesting to see what kind, what, uh, kind of combination they could do. Love the left edge of Dallin Watins, Lesniak, and Petahiku. Defensively sound in attack and make, make a bit of uh, chaos there. In this forward pack, you know, they've got so many different iterations of how they can line up a forward pack. But having Fanua Blake, Lodge, Ewan Aiken, who was a star on that edge last week, so he may have found a home in the second row next to Josh Curran, another very classy player with Bailey Siren and locking the scrum with no Tohu there, obviously. So, going to be very interesting. I, I do like the makeup of this 
uh, Warriors side. Uh, obviously got a lot of injuries. Uh, a couple of players have gone back to New Zealand already, but you know, I think they can still finish the season. Look, finals are probably unattainable right now, but they can really finish the season strong and really put some pieces in for next next year. For the Sharkies, look, they they didn't get blown out as much. You know, there was a chance that game could have got to 60 on Monday night. They kept it relative close. Will Kennedy had a good game. You know, a lot of people were thinking, you know, Connor Tracy, Braden Trindle, which one can you drop? I think it shows that they will need to rush Matt Mullen back into this side to really um, solidify their top eight slot. Matt Mullen's a very classy player. And, you know, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens here because, to me, this, this shark side, just they're lacking that little bit of class right now. And I think when Moylan and Johnson were the halves, you really saw that in stride. You know, they were both running off each other. You know, Moylan was more of the facilitator. Uh, Johnson was playing his part. But right now, with those two guys, as an opposition, you're not really, you know, Connor Trace is going to run the ball and do a bit of ball playing Braden Trindle loves a run as well. So there's no real threat to really set up the attack and, you know, get the next five sets kind of sorted out already where you want to attack. So I've got the Warriors here. Don't feel great about it, but I saw enough last week where they're still fighting for this season. And again, I kind of like some of the positional things and partnerships they've got this week. That To me, that left edge where if you're going to have, basically have Dallin Wattins, Lesniak, Petty Hiku, Ewan Aiken, and Chanel Harris-DeVita potentially on one left edge, I like the the strike, the potency, the switchability. It's a lot of things I like with that. So I will go uh, the Warriors here. Keep it close, probably that 6 to 10 range, closer to the 6. Um, but, yeah, I think to me this is probably one of the games for the round, you know, from a super coach perspective. I think Reese Walsh, huge play this week. A pet Hiku with Dallin Martins, Lesniak, huge plays this week. And then the four pack, I would be trying to, you know, att- attain a Ewan Aiken, a Josh Curran an AFB, Matt Lodge, uh, all, all week, because I think they could do some real damage here. Moving on to the next game, a blockbuster, 5.30 at Suncorp. It's the Sydney Roosters taking on the Penrith Panthers. For the Roosters, Dale Copley has completed his mid-season switch from the Broncos, so he will come straight into the wing to replace uh, Josh Morris, who was out with a hamstring injury, so that moves Joey Manu back into the centres, Copley on the wing. Jared Wery Hargreaves um, has cleared his... Uh, judiciary contact charge, so he is free to play. For the Panthers, Api Coruscant and Isaiah Yo are listed to return, so they have been straight into the starting side. Nathan Cleary is amongst the reserves. Look, he's going to get a chance to play. Would not surprise me to hold him out for one more week. It doesn't really make sense to rush him in for this game, um, but you know if he's fit and firing, they'll put him in there. Stephen Crichton, he's suspended for one week, so Paul Momorowski moves into the centres. Uh, you've got Brett Naden who moves to the wing because Robert Jennings has moved out. Tavita Pengai Jr. will make his debut from the interchange bench with Isaac Otako and Jermaine Hookgood uh, moved to the extended bench. Mitch Kenny is the other man to uh, go onto the interchange bench from Hooker. Scott Torrenson moves into the second row with Cape Wall going into the centres. Very interesting game here. To me, probably going to be... Look, a lot of people are pointing to that, uh, the next game on the on the docket here. But this one, to me, you know, if it's Tedesco versus Cleary, two of the three best players in the comp here, I really do think that the Roosters are doing such a great job. And the way they're really plugging and playing right now, Adam Kieran in the centres, I've just got something about Adam Kieran to me, just really, he screams first grade. And, you know, a lot of guys, they play and get listed in the team list every week. You can't say that about all of them, but to me, he just seems like an out-and-out first grader, knows where to be. 
He's obviously got the one of the best strikes in the goal kicking uh, department. To me, he's just class. Dale Copley is a professional coming down and know exactly what to do. Sam Sam Walker and Drew Hutchison. There is some real hope. Obviously, Luke hears me back back next year and partner Sam Walker. But what a third option Drew Hutchison can be for a club. You know, a lot of people, you know, would struggle to you know if one of their top two halves went down. But Drew Hutchison's come in there and done a job. The forward pack we spoke about it all year. No Lindsay Collins. No Boyd Corder. No. Uh, Jake Friend, you know, Takiyaho has been limited. They're doing a job. And I'm really excited to see them grow up here because they really stuck at the Parramatta last week. This is a chance. This Panther side obviously got a lot of troops back that were missing last week when they got towered up by the Storm, especially if Nathan Cleary plays. But to me, this is a, there's a couple of players in this uh, Panthers team that really need to put in some performances here. I think uh, Dylan Edwards is someone who um, I've expected a lot more from this season. I thought this would be our career-defining season for Dylan Edwards. This hasn't happened yet. Charlie Staines, yes, he's you know got a good try-scoring clip up. You know his work on the off the ball and on the ball not really there. You know Brett Nain obviously gone next year, Burton gone next year. But then you look at this four pack. To me, Viliama Kikau just needs to stand stand up here. He needs to be. You know you look at this four pack right now. It's Leota, Martin, Kikau, Sorensen, Yo. Kikau needs to be the guy here. He needs to take you know, the 10 to 12 hit-ups and really try and target uh, Drew Hutchison or Sam Walker and really off-balance them and get get what needs to get done. So to me, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a very fun game to watch. I've got the Roosters here. Again, this is going to be a round where you're going to get three or you're going to get seven. Um, but the Roosters, they, they, they gave me some real hope last week that they're starting to find some real difference makers. You know, Josh Morris, for how great of a player he's been, probably past his peak of what he is as a first grader. Adam Kieran is coming into that his own. And yes, center is not his preferred position, but like I said, but last week's one, he scored a hat-trick there when he was there for the Warriors last year. He had a great game last week. He was defensively very sound, does the job to me, the Roosters. Let's go by 10 here. Uh, if Nathan Cleary plays, look, he's going to be rusty. Coming off, uh, you know, I think the Roosters uh, forwards will really try and target him and work him over. It's going to take him at least a work to kind of integrate back into the side. Let's go to the Roosters here to get the job done. But then you go straight. Saturday night's going to be a fantastic night of footy because you go straight into, again, from Suncorp Stadium. Manly Seagulls taking on the Melbourne Storm in an absolute blockbuster. For Manly, not too many changes. Uh, Josh Alloway returns from suspension. Samu Curtis here and him back to the extended bench. Tenila Kapaseka, uh, he's taken an early guilty plea for his tripping charge that he will line up. Uh, simply returns the interchange bench um, to accommodate um, Paseca going back into the starting side. For the Storm, uh, Felice Cafusi has entered an early guilty plea. He'll serve a one-match ban for a careless high tackle. So Chris Lewis moves into the starting side with Tom Eisenhuth making a return from injury on the bench. Nico Hines is picked at fullback. Brendan Smith is picked at hooker, meaning Ryan Pappenhausen and Harry Grant will have to start off the bench for at least one more week. Kenny Bromwich did fail his HIA. Uh, in the win over the Panthers, but he has been named. And the Storm still have a couple of players to come back here. You've got Nelson Osofa Solomona, Tui Kamakamika, Aaron Payne, uh, all waiting to see if they can be returned in the next week or two. Tom Turbo versus the Melbourne Storm juggernaut. Melbourne, if this is the, this is probably their last game on the docket here where potentially that this winning streak is in jeopardy because I think if they do get through Manly, um, we'll do another podcast on just a little bonus one. But to me, uh, this is the this, this is the last hurdle to really they could get to the last round here 
and you know go very close to their all-time record here because to me as great as Tom Turbo was you saw as soon as he got um he was off the field on Monday the manly attack dipped and to me Craig Bellamy's only too good of a coach to let Tom Turbo go run through his team like these other coaches are to me I think it's going to be something very similar to you know you have to stick a player on him you know whether it's, you know, you pick a very defensive, you know, Justin Olam, give him an assignment every time Tom Turbo rushes out to give that out ball or take the line on, let him know you're there, give give him a hit. You know, I could see someone like a Christian Welch or Jesse Bromwich just continually trying to, you know, rush out of line. If he's going to be there taking those hit-ups off the play of the ball, like he likes to around the ruck and steal those 15 metres, I promise you the Melbourne Storm will, let, will make him know that they are there. So, look, I still think he's going to have a great game, don't get me wrong. And I think Cherry Evans and Kieran Foran can steer the attack around to really get there where it needs to be. But I think Melbourne's going to have too much class here. Whether they go a late switch and put Pappenhausen back into the starting lineup, whether they want to give Brandon Smith a rest off the bench and start Harry Grant, they've got so many options the way to beat you. You know, you still got a couple of guys coming in this side. We saw all the forwards there. You know, you've got George Jennings to come back into this side. You know, Jerome Hughes will be interesting to see. You know, there was reports he could be out one to three because of the calf injury. He has been named, so whether they do have a late switch and put Nico Hines into the seven Pappenhausen to fullback, that could be another option. But to me, the actual key to this game is not one of the players I mentioned so far. It's actually Jake Jerojevic because to me, he just hasn't really hit his stride. Uh, he was obviously out with an injury uh, in the middle part of the season. He's working his way back. Really need to see Jake mix up his ball playing and his uh, attacking the line hit-ups. That's when he's his best, when he's taking a couple of hit-ups and then putting a bit of doubt in the defenders and then going to the line and giving the out ball, you know, giving that short, like going to the line, looking for the offload. That's when Jake Trevojevic is at his best. Right now, it's a lot of passing before the line or it's just a one-up hit up and no no chance of a late bit of footwork or a sneaky offload. I think that's where we really need to see because the guys around him in his uh, back row partnership of Olakuatu and Schuster have that in abundance, can pass the ball, can offload the ball, I really want to see Jake try and take on that line because if they can get their back row, all three doing that with Paseka and Tapao offering late footwork, look on Coker sneaking around the rock with Tom Trevojevic, then there's a real chance here where Melbourne could be under some threat. But I'm going to go Melbourne here. Look, they've been blowing out a lot of teams. That Cowboys game looks like a bit of an anomaly. But to me, let's go Melbourne. Let's go comfortable. Let's go 14. 14 to 16 here. I, I just think there's too much class. And I think we're kind of seeing each of the halves, Munster or Hughes, haven't really had a dominant game next to each other besides that Tigers game. Jerome Hughes had a great game last week. Karen Munster on the left-hand side, fairly quiet. I think it's going to change. I think they're going to really make an onus to go back to their left and really try and make some inroads there. Olam, Adokar, Munster, to me, all plays this week, and it's going to be a Melbourne Storm victory once again. Second last game for the round, first game on Sunday, the Kendrick Banks down Bulldogs taking on the West Tigers from Redcliffe. Uh, for the Bulldogs, Kyle Flanagan. Tough for Kyle. He's been dropped to the reserves again. So Bailey Biondi Odo, uh, he's going to start at 5'8 with Jake, Jake Avrilo pushing in a halfback. You got uh, Manu returns in the lineup with Ockenball missing. Nick Meany is the fullback. Corey Allen is the winger. They swap places from last week. Uh, Sia Manafanai swaps with Dylan Napa. Uh, so Napa goes back to the bench. And Sioni Katoa replaces uh, Renoff Attorney on the bench. For the West Tigers, Moses Mbai will stop being a fullback like he did last week for the injured Dane Laurie. Michael Cheekham is into the uh, centres to replace Moses Mbai. 
They got James Tomer back on deck after withdrawing from last week. So that moves Alex Twal back to the bench. Tom McKelly returns to lock. So Joe Offen and Gowie moves back to the bench. Dewey Simpkins has been axed. And Zach Sini is the new face on the bench. This is, to me, probably the... If you're going to go hard on a super coach round this week, if you want to try and, you know, really... You know, go to go some pod options in your captaincies and, you know, try and steal a victory. I think the West Tigers here is the game to do it. Now, you know, a bit of caution. Obviously, yes, they lost against a very under, under, under sieged, underperforming Warriors side last week. But from what we saw with the Bulldogs, they didn't want to really fire a shot against the Titans. And I think this Tiger side offers a little bit more an attack. To me, some plays Moses Zembai, David Norfoluma. Adam Dewey, Luke Brooks, Jacob Little, all huge plays for me this week. I think if you got any of them, you know, see how your round's going. I lay captaincy on any of those guys to me, especially Adam Dewey. Uh, Adam Dewey's going to be the very, very much a favorite pick this week. He's been a great vice captain option for a lot of players this year. Uh, but to me, he's in the six. He's going to be steering the side around against his Bulldog side. And again, no Jake, no, nah, no Kyle Flanagan. Um, you know, Nick Meany, Corey Allen doing their switches again. Don't know what it's going to do. See a Manifanai, Hetherington in the front row. To me, it, it all spells Tigers here. And this is the exact type of game the Tigers should, uh, would normally lose and, you know, be bowled out in straight sets again and really, you know, put the final nail in uh, Madden McGuire's coffin. But too much class here. Bulldogs are in trouble. You know, they're waiting for next season. You know, they're, they're trying to do some things to see who can be there next year for them. But yeah. Ride the Tigers here, twenty plus. This is the if they want to save Magic Maguire and make him comfortable. This is the game you come out and you destroy the Bulldogs here. So, lots of captain, lots of captaincy op- options for Super Coach Tigers here. Multis uh, galore with anytime try scorers. Let's go Tigers here, twenty plus. And let's wrap it up with the go- with the Queensland Derby uh, from the Gold Coast. It is the Gold Coast Titans taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. For the Titans, Patrick Herbert is back from suspension. Isar Masters go back to the extendeds. Phil Sammy is still uh, a couple of weeks away from his ankle injury. Tyron Peachy is out taking an early guilty plea for a dangerous contact charge. Uh, Aaron Clark returns onto the bench from his injury. Dave Fafita has been named uh, to start. By the last two weeks, he has swapped with Bo Fermor uh, on game day. For the Cowboys, Val Holmes returns to the fullback. So Jake Granville goes straight uh, back to the bench. You've got Kane Bradley, who's had a fractured hand, so he's out for the season. So Ben Hampton moves into the centers. Murray Tuolangi shifts to the wing. And he's he's finally done what I thought he was going to do. So they've made quite a few changes um, to the forward pack. They've, he's finally tinkered with it. So Tom Gilbert McLean will start up front. Jason Tomololo, Helam Luki is the new back row, second row combination. Cohen Hess is in that lock. Um, Francis Molo, who just played Origin, he has gone back to the reserves. Shane Wright has been there all season. He drops back to the reserves. Uh, Mitch Dunn and Lachlan Burr are the faces on the bench with Ben Condon, who a lot of people will remember as a super coach cheapie from earlier in the year. Smells of an upset to me. Really want to go Cowboys here. Um, look, logic will dictate you go for the Titans. They're, they're in some form. Uh, they're playing at home real chance to solidify themselves as a top eight contender. Just something about this, this Cowboy side. Love Val Holmes being back at fullback. Ben Hampton in the centers. Don't love it, you know, but he filled in so good in the seven jersey early this season. You know, he's got some form behind him. The four-pack having Gilbert and McLean up front 
Lolo on an edge running at a smaller player, you know, being able to save himself a little bit. Heel and Luki coming into the starting side, really trying to mix it up again, trying to target, you know, an Ash Taylor or Toby Sexton. And Cohen Hess, who's been, you know, for all the all the crap that he's really copped in the last couple of years, has had a good bounce back season, Cohen Hess. Really excited for the Cowboys here. And I will pick them by four. Um, gonna be a close game. Might be one of those ones again. I change on the app. Uh, just before the game, you know, if I've got a good round going. But if I need to make up some points, definitely wouldn't mind going the Cowboys here. If our homes is firing, you know, drink water, you know, another chance to solidify himself in the sixth jersey for next year. And again, just that back row of Lolo, Luki, and Hess, I'm kind of all for it. Really want to try and target this uh, for a couple of super coach options this week. You know, I, I don't mind Tualangi. I don't mind um, trying to uh, get Val home in. Don't mind getting... Uh, JT, Lukey, Hess. I, I do I do like the play. So, look, the Titans, like I said, they've been running in some good form. Their four packs have been playing really well. Wallace, Fort Awaker, uh, Fafita and Tino have really started to show, that, show their muscle and be the four pack we thought they were before the year. AJ Brimson, same as last year, really carrying in some form in the back end of the season. Um, but I'm going to go to the Cowboys. Do you want to go to the Cowboys? Um, you know, they were very disappointing last week against the Broncos. Todd Payton has swung the axe. Um, he's not been afraid to do it. I thought Mitch Dunn, Shane Wright, back row combination would have uh, been gone a couple of weeks ago, but he stuck with it, really tried to give him a chance. Um, but he's now trying something, and we'll see Jason Tomalolo on an edge. I think it's got some potential. Um, you know, you're not going to, you know, even if he gets a game of, he's only running it for 120 meters, but it's impactful runs. You know, in defense, he's really able to kind of save himself. You know, he's a barge over option. In the, in the attacking 20. I just like, I like trying different things and really, you know, again, the Cowboys are probably out of the finals contention now. So they're now looking for next year. And this is a tinker in this fullback because, you know, you've obviously got the halves coming in next year. You got Val at, the, at fullback there. You got a couple of young, exciting uh, outside backs. The fullback is really where they've got to do some work here. So really excited to see what happens here. Let's go to the Cowboys by four. And that will do it for the Team List Tuesday, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Should be an interesting round of footy once again. And we'll be here, a couple of podcasts throughout the week. And again, we'll be um, all over any of the latest news and a couple of uh, Supercoach ones as we really ramp up into finals footy. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.